found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, here we are. Uh, another Monday and uh, another edition of Tidbits. This the 26th day of June. Good morning to you, Matthew. Dale, good morning. A little unsettled weather yesterday. I would say so. Yeah, we had some storm activity had early. A little, and little hail last night. A little later, but we... Uh, last night, yesterday afternoon. Yeah, later after, in the afternoon. Yeah. But uh, here we are. It was humid. My gosh, was it yeah, humid yesterday. It was yeah. a balmy day. Yikes. It looks like much of the week will at least include the chance of rain yeah. as we go, so much needed. I mean, we did get a dose, but we could certainly use more. For sure. We'll start with a bridge that crosses Yellowstone River. I like staying in Yellowstone. <laughs> okay, the park. <laughs> sure. This in Montana. Hmm. It collapsed Saturday morning. Oh, no. Causing portions of a freight train that was traveling over it to fall into the water. That's like your worst fear coming it, true. It truly is. However, fortunately, no crew members were injured. Numerous tank cars were partially submerged in the river. Dang. And railroad crews were at the site near the town of Columbus, about 40 miles west of Billings. Multiple tanker cars were damaged and they're leaking petroleum products near the uh, Yellowstone River. Known products in the river are three cars of hot asphalt and four cars of molten sulfur. Molten sulfur. Okay. Not good stuff to put in there. The sheriff's office said there's no immediate threat, no immediate threat to Yellowstone County, water treatment plants, irrigation districts, and industrial companies in the area were taking precautions. However, don't pee in that dam. You'll pollute the water. We'll have to that drain it. That is true. We'll have to drain the whole thing. <laughs> now, we're probably way off the mark when we're thinking about that dam, okay? But <laughs> And if you've ever missed it. Right. We we had the story of a guy that uh, it was got years in it was years yeah. ago and it was it was described as a reservoir yeah right? a reservoir a reservoir and we look at our reservoirs and it's like they're plentiful yeah, they're yeah. just they're just out they're just giant bodies of water right and he got caught peeing in one and they drained it they drained <laughs> the whole reservoir now we're probably misinterpreting I'm, that I guarantee you we're misinterpreting the way it. the way we look at reservoirs <laughs> there's just no way. <laughs> Because the guy pees in it. Because, you know, ours have fish and yeah. animals and everything else and, you know, Lord knows what. You just happen to catch the one guy peeing in it and drain just, it. I just see them off the spillway. You know, up. <laughs> of course, that's on the other side of the dam. Right. So that'd be... Uh, yeah, you know. that's true. But I, I don't know. <laughs> We've always thought about... This huge body of water and one guy peeing in it. <laughs> we got to drain it. I just, uh, I don't think that's what the case was. I, I'm guarantee we're misinterpreting it. But, uh, it makes for makes for a funny yeah. thought anyway. Here's a video that shows a minute that a shark bit a fisherman and then pulled him off a boat. It's kind of like Jaws. I remember Jaws. Yeah. And uh, what was he's the actor's name? Robert Shaw. Yeah. See, I remember. <laughs> I can meet somebody locally and not remember their name in three minutes. It's gone. But Robert Shaw, okay, he mm-hmm. he's kicking, okay? Remember, he's kicking at the nose of that shark. Yeah. You know, and I remember seeing that movie with my sister 
and she's kicking the back of the, the seat in front of her at the theater. She's that into it. She's trying to stay away from the shark's mouth, too. Seriously. Yeah. So anyway, this guy's getting hauled in off the boat by the shark. Gosh. Showed the guy reaching near the water as the shark jumped up and pulled him in. He was left scrambling to get back to the boat <laughs> and screamed blood was uh, splattered on the side of the boat as the guy made it back. According to local outlets, the man was airlifted to a hospital. Man. After the park rangers initially responded to the scene, wildlife officials are now using the video to urge those going fishing to exercise basic precautions while on the water. (laughs) Why wouldn't you be precautious? Why? In the Everglades. What did he do wrong, I guess? Because (laughs) if you're fishing, you're going to have to reach over, right? It's like... I don't know that I'm ever going to fish in the Everglades, Gosh. number one. Yeah, there's that. It says, PSA, please don't make the same mistake, and please keep your hands and feet in the vessel. But if you're hauling <laughs> something in, you're going to have to, you know what I mean? If it's not a shark, it could very well be a gator. Yeah. A huge snake. Okay, because they're down there. I just, who wants to fish? Or knows what else is in the waters down there. <laughs> I just can't imagine that. Right. Getting hauled in by a shark. Gosh. And to think that you survived it. What a story. In a few years, because he may not be recovered by this Thanksgiving, but (laughs) perhaps in a few years at the Thanksgiving table, you've got quite a story. I would say so, yeah. (laughs) I just, I can't imagine being hauled in by a shark off your boat. (laughs) It's just unbelievable. And it would be so fast, you know, I, I guarantee you, like it would be before you knew what was going on, you're in the water, you know, it's just because we had the, the video a couple of weeks ago of the dude kayaking and the shark yeah. attacked the kayak, took a piece out of the kayak. Yeah. You know? I mean, it was so fast. I mean, yeah. it was just bam. It's just scary. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't care to ever visit the Everglades. I just envision my, myself being on one of those airboats. You know, you see them. They've yes. got the fan in the back. Yeah. Just scooting along. Oh, yeah. Not fall off. <laughs> okay. Because sure. you know, they're not enclosed. You know me. It's got to be enclosed. It's, you know. <laughs> and somehow I'd fall off. For sure. For sure. And uh, be in the water forever. Or something would happen, you know. Oh, we never had that happen before. And yeah, there you are. <laughs> upside down, you know. <laughs> Gators Those in. things really move. They it really looks don't. like they're really humming. Yeah. Didn't we see a story one time that they don't really go as fast as we thought? Yeah. Looks like they're going like 70. I mean, <laughs> you know, they're just humming across the top of that water. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how fast they go. You know, maybe you can look that up while we go to the break. We we'll come back and we'll... Okay, what are they called? Airboats? Well, I'm calling... Yeah. I think that's what they're called. Big old fan in the back. I don't know how they how they work. Actually, they're kind of interesting. All right, here we go. Matthew's got it. Maybe they do go faster. This is from Everglades okay. City Everglades oh. Airbo- Airboat Tours. Okay, tours. Okay, <laughs> I want to go tour the Everglades. Yes, <laughs> we always operate our airboats at a safe speed per conditions. Okay, they are capable <laughs> capable of reaching speeds up to thirty miles per hour. Okay, so. So when we see them really humming along, they're really not that, but it appears they are. Yeah. 
And um, but thirty is still a pretty good clip. Uh, the speeds are now governed by DNR. The boats for tourist amusement are not to go over twenty five miles per okay. hour. You know, you got logs, trees sticking out. You well, know. here you here you go. Um, when it comes to racing airboats, okay. those can go over one hundred and thirty. Oh, the racing, yeah. You know. And again, you're just skimming the water, right? You know, those guys that race any kind of boat. Oh man, <laughs> it's like. Man. And that was quite the fad back in the, what, 70s? Yeah. Yeah. You still go down to the Ohio River, you know, and they still have those boat races, I think, on Memorial Day. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It's just uh, unbelievable. But, you know, it's got to be. uh, It seemed like I was always in a boat, and even when I was the captain, okay, it it was always a boat that didn't quite run right. Sure. So so your bow never really got down where it's supposed to. It's always up in the air. and it's. You can't see. And it's like, why don't I get a good boat that planes properly? You know, to stretch your neck. You got to look at it. Got to be like a giraffe to see anything ahead. So stay out of the way if I'm in the boat, kids, on your jet ski. (laughs) It's 631. We'll squeeze in a break and we'll be back with more tidbits. This is Tidbits. Well, here it is, uh, Monday, as we return on Tidbits. The average American household is now spending $3,631 on takeout food every year. Takeout. So, in other words, you know, maybe you're getting a little Chinese you take home. Maybe you're pulling up to the window, you're getting stuff. Yeah. You know, almost $4,000. People living in the District of Columbia typically spend $6,241 a year on takeout. Wow. Or 120 bucks a week Jeez. per household. That according to a study by Betway. Now, pres- is that because it's just more expensive there? Well, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? 6241 that's almost three times. That's a lot of money. Or double. Yeah. Not three times. My math. Again, coming in. Here I am. Matt, yeah. that's, <laughs> that, that's ten times what. <laughs> yeah, sure is, Dale. <laughs> Residents in Hawaii. They came in second with the average home forking out $4,647 per year. Now, we know things in Hawaii are expensive. Right. That followed by Maine. They're in third place, where they typically spend 4499 bucks. Vermont. See, some of these smaller states we don't talk about a lot yeah. are in this. They're at 4,443. Then New Hampshire at 4,422. So what's the deal? I guess it's 402, not 22. Oklahoma is the state where people are spending the least, with the typical household only budgeting 2,756 bucks a year for ordering in. If I think back to when I was a kid... Yeah. A rural dweller. Yes. It was like, if I was lucky, maybe once every couple of months we'd make a trip. Really? And I'd get, uh, you know, Burger Chef and Jeff. You know, there he is. <laughs> Got the fishing pole. Remember the old signs? Jeff's out there with the fishing pole pulling in a fish. That's true, yeah. So I remember yeah. all this. You remember that, yeah. But um, it was very seldom we ever did anything of that sort. Right. 
So the household budget back then had to be less than $200 annually, I would think, for us. Because mm-hmm. it was just, a, you know, uncommon. Right. And once in a while, Paul would hook up the buck wagon and we'd go in and, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Now, you, again, were a dweller. I was a rural dweller. Yeah. But um, I wasn't quite out in the sticks like you were. So I would say we ate out a little more than that. Okay. But not near what, what goes on today. Were you still within a delivery area? No. Okay. So no. you couldn't get anything delivered? No. Yeah. And that's probably why even today I don't get delivery. Like, we just, we never get delivery. Okay. It's, if we want, it's like someone just goes and gets it. And soon, well, right now you've got the daughter. She drives. Yeah. She can be the, you know. And she has been that. <laughs> now you're waiting on the boy to get old, and then he can start, you know. He gets his permit this Are you not? Summer. No kidding. Yeah, he'll be. Good grief. 15 next month. Good golly. Yeah. <clears throat> That's unbelievable. That study found that almost 54 million Americans are using food delivery apps. That's a big number. Yeah. Pizza. Being the most popular takeout across the country. According to the U.S. delivery, lovers are searching for pizza takeout and pizza delivery. It says 309,100 times a month on average. Wow. This equaled for 76% of all monthly Google searches for different kinds of food analyzed in that study. Chinese food's second most popular. 37,500 searches a month. Sushi comes in third at 22,900. You ever had that? Yeah. Are you fond of it? So I used to really like it. <laughs> okay. I, there there was right. a place in Kokomo and they had, it was it was a buffet, but okay. they also served sushi. Okay. And I tried it for the first time there. Fell in love with so it. So you did? So good. Okay. And then one day I went there and I had some <laughs> that just wasn't so good. And it was... Um, it changed me. Like it was, you know, when you. <laughs> now, did it just taste bad, or did it give you ill effects later? It was it, or both. Both. Yeah. Okay. It was. Uh, like, so you kept eating it. So I bit into it. No, I, I took, only took like one bite. Okay. Well, it, it's it's you know it's one of those things where you're stupid, and you take a bite and you're like, well, that can't be right. I'm gonna try it again. You know what I mean? I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try this again. This. this and, and this, it was, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, like when you walk into the, like a fish section of, yeah. the, of or, you know, seafood of, of a, like, grocery store. Yeah. And there's that smell. Yes, yes, you that, smell it, yes. That's what it tasted like. Okay. And I'm like, this can't be right. This, let me, let me try it again. <laughs> so two bites oh, at least. it was bad. It was bad. And I just, I have not gone back to it so, since. And you had ill effects too? I don't recall that okay. part. Because, you know, two bites, you ought to be okay. should be okay. You know, but, uh, <laughs> but again. But know. it was quite traumatic, and I've never <laughs> never went back to it, so. It says tacos are the country's fourth favorite option. And I do like a, a taco. I do. Yeah. But if you try to eat a taco on the run, okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you're driving, yeah. you yeah. know some sandwiches that are full of, all, you know, you're, you're asking for stuff to get all over you mm-hmm. i mean it's just not a good idea now we've we've had read stories of people who are eating their breakfast cereal on the way to work you know <laughs> shaving a bowl of cereal in your car while you're driving makeup shaving 
We've heard, we've, Simultaneously, all of we've that. We've heard it all. So, I don't know. I'm just done. I've never tried sushi, and I don't believe I ever will. I Before then, it was fantastic. It was so good. I'm not a real fish fan anyway. Yeah. Mine has to be in a square. Okay. It's <laughs> breaded deep fried. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's fish to me. That's fish. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, so you've ever had have you ever had a fish taco? No. No. Because I just don't think of you know, I did Okay. Fish is probably on the lowest level of my list of any any uh main entree, we'll call it. Ah, uh, yeah. Now we start with beef, pork, chicken. Okay, they're you know, <laughs> Right. Fish is at the bottom end. Right. It's just, so you like fish tacos. I love fish tacos. Now, is that included breaded fish? Is it breaded? Depends on where you get them. Okay. But a lot of times it's it's not. It's just, you know, like flaked up fish. Okay. I, I've I made them myself <laughs> okay. with fish sticks. Okay. You like those? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know somebody that for breakfast used to enjoy fish sticks and eggs. Okay. Now, see, you don't think that's a bad idea. Well, I mean, there's probably a lot of places in the world that eat fish for breakfast, you know? Well, that doesn't... <laughs> well, but... Where's, just... <laughs> where's the bacon? Where's where's the sausage? I... What, fish? <laughs> Maybe it's delicious. And I guess they dunk their fish oh, and like in a, their egg yolk. Like you make you know, it you know, like a dippy know. egg and... Huh. So... I I just not maybe my, it's maybe it's fantastic. It might be, but uh, you know, and you see some fishermen, you know, they'll have fish and eggs for breakfast mm-hmm. at the campfire, right? And again, just give me eggs, okay? I'd, I I'm just not crazy I was, about fish. I was, you know, along those same lines. I was pretty old when I first heard about steak and eggs for breakfast. Really? Yeah. Like, why eating steak for breakfast? That seems weird. No, I don't normally select it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, but well, it is it's different. Like, it's yeah. so expensive for well, some reason. Yeah. It's like, okay, you know, <laughs> steak for breakfast is that much more? <laughs> bring you out a steak them. <laughs> right, <know>? right, <laughs> right. Here, here you go, mister. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, I was early 20s. And okay. I was like, steak and eggs, why? Yeah, never you know, that. and again... I don't normally go for it. Pork chops and eggs, they're on the menu, too. Yeah. You know. But, you know, I'll go with my standards. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and again, those would be higher than fish. Okay? So. <laughs> right. Right. I, it, you know, salmon. Now, you like salmon, right? Do you? I like certain versions of salmon. Okay. Like sockeye. And in that the No, usually it's They call it sockeye salmon, sockeye salmon. On, on the side of a can. It's sockeye salmon. <laughs> And you're making salmon patties. Oh. <laughs> You've heard my my salmon patties story, right? Because it's sockeye salmon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I was living with my aunt because I had an internship with uh, the Department of Transportation in Indy when I was in college. And uh, she lived by herself. Okay. And so having me live with her for a summer, I'm sure was, you know, awesome for her. Um, but... Uh, one night, you know, I, I got home and she's like, hey, I'm going to make salmon patties for dinner. <laughs> and you got to remember, my Aunt Mary was like, maybe, <laughs> maybe 120 pounds. Okay. I mean. Small lady. A tiny lady. Okay. You know, right. so she made one for her. Okay. One for me. <laughs> 
Now, is that one huge one? No, 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 no. It's it's you know. <laughs> so it's just relatively small. It's, it's pretty small, fatty, and uh, she gets them all like she makes it. She fries them up, <laughs> serves it, and it was like the worst thing I've ever had in my life, man. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to fake it. You know, this is good. Mm, she, thank you. What's she do with the rest of the can? What do you mean? It makes more than two patties. <laughs> okay. That can of salmon. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> Probably saved it for later. She she did that. Like cat food. <laughs> <sighs> but, but yeah, I got a patty and she okay. got one. And so. I had to choke it down. Because it seems like a favorite to go with. That's peas. Hmm. And I know you and I peas. I have a bad okay. history with peas. So, <laughs> but it seems like you have salmon patties and peas. I, you know, of course the pea water gets. You know, it's like come on. I don't recall there <laughs> being a side. I think we just had the same. That's it. Yeah. Okay. You're one patty. Yes. Bedtime, Maddie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Laying in bed. <laughs> starving. Um. This uh, from a, <laughs> I may have, I may have been like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go get. I need gas in my car. I'm gonna go get gas tonight, so I'm to do it tomorrow on my way into the office. Oh, okay. And then I think I like went to like Fazoli's real quick, you know. Snarfed it down in my car. You've got to supplement that if oh you're only gosh, getting man. one patty. Yeah. And. And again, salmon patties are okay. It's the smell before. It's like opening a can of Spam. Mm-hmm. Okay, the smell. And you know what? I have since... <laughs> I love like crab like crab patties. Okay, those yeah. are fantastic. Crab patties. Oh, man, those are good. They're, they're super expensive. Yeah. But uh, they're, they're good. Because they are crab. They are. And finally, here's a teenage kid from Indiana. He's a golfer. And he's been going by Happy Gilmore since he was little. The kid, because he can hit the ball like the fictional player of that name in Adam Sandler's 1996 movie. Seriously? Yeah. Now the two have connected after Gilmore announced his commitment to golf at Ball State. He's going to play golf at Ball State, and he's going to golf like Happy Gilmore. He's evidently pretty good. <laughs> okay, so. To play golf at co- in yeah. the college level? Wow. So uh, Sandler tweeted, go get him, Happy pulling for you. Gilmore replied, my life's complete. He doesn't to play hockey because in Indiana, you know, that's not real popular and it's not been cold enough for how many years to even make ice for any length of time on ponds or he was, he's mastered the unique hockey style tee shot used by Sandler in the movie. So you're going to see this kid at Ball State University playing college-level golf. That is crazy. Running up to the ball and hitting it like he's swinging a, a hockey stick. Wow. And he's evidently pretty darn good at it. Huh. That's cool. Now, does it go as far as Happy's did? Well, I don't know. You know, those was, went forever. They did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, he didn't really do anything different and unique in the fairway, did he? Did he do something different putting? You know, I don't remember. You know, I, I, but I do remember that, you know, tee off. Yeah. And uh, so this kid somehow picked that up as, you know, his real name's Gilmore. Okay. So he, and he's been going by Happy. So good huh. luck to Happy Gilmore. How about that? At Ball State University. 
just up the road from us, you could go see him play. That's true. It'd be fun to play with somebody like that because, it, you know, it's amusing. He's got to draw the attention of everybody. You would think so. <laughs> you know, I mean, you just think he's he's messing around and then you see he's actually hitting it well. I can't believe there's not rules <laughs> against it. You know what I mean? Like you're not allowed to have a running start. You know, I mean, how are there not rules against that? Evidently, they just haven't. They've never had a need to create the rule. Now, maybe with Happy out there really playing, <laughs> they'll set a rule. Maybe, or maybe there'll be more like him. Okay, there. Maybe he'll it, start a whole thing. It is interesting to watch that particular stroke. Yeah, because it's like your hands are different on the club anyway. Right. Because you're like holding a hockey stick. So anyway, good luck to him and his college endeavors at Ball State University. So there you go, Matt. Another right. day of tidbits. Okay. And uh, this uh, complete week, how things go for you over the? Because I know you made a trip. Can I? Uh, can I brag on my kid real yeah. quick? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So last week, um, our son Cooper he went on a mission trip to Pittsburgh. Okay. Had a great week doing that. Uh, our daughter was in Angola at Trine University with uh, the American Legion Auxiliary Girls State, okay. which is it's it's kind of a big deal to be asked to go to this, and so okay. she went to it, um, and had a great week. We found out during what's called the honors presentation that uh, she is a national finalist for this Samsung scholarship through the American Legion. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's. Um, I have the numbers down. Forty thousand kids applied for this, wow. and it whittled down. There's only t- a boy and a girl per state. Okay, and I want to say twenty per region, so twenty in the Midwest. Okay, and she's one of them. I mean, she's one of them that got whittled down. Wow. So she's getting some money, but she may okay. get up to ten thousand dollars if she. That'd be great. On. We'll yeah. find out in October, but That'd be fabulous to be a national finalist for this uh, scholarship is really, really pretty cool. And again, you know. Th- this just another example of college funds that are available out there if yeah. you participate in stuff. Yeah. And, you know, she's involved in several things. And yep. this is just one of those opportunities. That yeah. Good luck to her. Yeah. That's great. So pretty cool. Did they do really well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, a mission trip to Pittsburgh, the mm-hmm. Steel City. Yes. So, like, okay, so so Cooper went with our youth group at church. Okay. And they, they did some work at this church that was kind of inner city of pittsburgh and then they also worked with this other organization called world vision something okay but basically he told me that um the fbi confiscated like thousands and thousands of of, uh, counterfeit shoes no kidding and so they were their job was to come in put them in boxes and get them on pallets so they could be shipped to other third world countries so people could have shoes so they're counterfeit. Yeah, counterfeit. They can't wow. be sold here, but okay. they can be given away and someone else can use them. So, so their job was to get those out of there. Yeah. Wow. So he did that. It's very interesting. Yeah. It truly is. Thanks, Matt. No problem. It is 6.53. That'll do it for today. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.